0: On today's show, whether you're happy in retirement depends on many things. We put together a list of things that can help your retirement be a happy one. Stay tuned. And now, Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. Hi there, welcome to the
1: show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. The show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. They're advisors of Infinite Wealth Advisors. They have helped hundreds of clients plan for their retirement years. They are both accredited investment fiduciaries each week on the show we talk about wealth accumulation asset protection tax minimization strategies and so much more and they're both with infinite wealth advisors by the way by the way if you miss any of the show you catch the podcast wealth over taxes wherever you get your podcast and don't forget to subscribe time to say hello to kevin and and happy holidays merry christmas and all that stuff. happy holidays happy
2: holidays Gary. how are you doing today I'm um, good. Oh, I, I forgot mm-hmm. to tell you, I had a little
1: chat with Santa, and uh, I will, about you guys Uh-oh. specifically. Yeah,
2: uh, Robin, <laughs> you talking Robin, about you're it giving
0: me coal for my stocking.
1: No, I didn't, Kev. No, <laughs> Robin, you're fine. Uh, Kev, not so much. But, you know,
2: <laughs> good. We still good. have nine days my to life. work on it. <laughs> good. <laughs> so we'll get you squared away. I need some anyway. check marks in my in my boxes over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, okay. If you press it.
0: cold hard enough, you know what you get diamonds yes Woo. there you go i like that all right very i cool. need to spend some more time at the gym
1: <laughs> yeah oh there you go well good luck with that uh oh m m's how are we doing on the m
2: m's uh oh, so, listen. so i
0: have festive m m's today i salted the oh. m
2: m mine today yep. we've got the They're holiday m and all red nice. and
0: all green Wow.
2: And well, listen, are, I want yes. to give a shout out to my sister because my sister, Catherine, listens to our podcast. And the highlight of the podcast are Kevin's m M&M. and <laughs> She loves Kevin's m and So, Catherine, we've got the red and green ones today. Well, now you know what to get her for Christmas, one of those giant M&M's, right? <laughs> she would That'll love work. it. She would absolutely love it. <laughs> All right. Well, shout out to
1: her. All right. Terrific. Okay. So, let's get going on the show. we got... The conversation about to start, so here we go. Some retirees are happy while others are downright miserable. Now, according to financial planners, what separates the happy retirees from the unhappy ones comes down to a few things, getting things right in pre-retirement planning. Now, here's what differentiates the happiest retirees, and I'll start with the first one. You guys can roll through these The freedom of being debt-free. I wonder what that's like, debt-free.
2: I I, (laughs) I don't know. Most people I I don't don't think are debt-free these days, but I will say when we're um, we're planning and and one of the top questions are, should I pay off my mortgage? And as we always say on the show, um, the mortgage... It's a math equation. It just depends on your circumstances and where you are in your the payoff of your mortgage. I have to look at your taxes to see if you're getting a benefit on your taxes by having the mortgage. So it's not necessarily the the most prudent thing to do if you're getting a tax benefit, but at the end of the day it's if you're not concerned about the tax piece of it it's just personal preference what what would you like to continue to pay that mortgage or just be without the mortgage when you roll into retirement? yeah I mean the
0: technical answer for that is and I I apologize for my voice it's I've been traveling uh, for the last week and my voice is in some place in Los Angeles
1: <laughs>
0: um, so it's also a, a cost of money issue it's a cost of money question so you know if you have a mortgage that's you know if you were pre you know 2021 um you have a mortgage that's two and a half three percent um it probably is not prudent to pay that off because you can make a fixed rate right now at at five or even a little bit more than five so your cost of money is three uh by paying that mortgage off uh you're actually losing two percent on the money um and just think about you know, if if I've got a hundred thousand dollars in my pocket and I'm gonna pay the mortgage off, do I simply invest that hundred thousand dollars, make five, pay three to the mortgage company and pocket two? Or do I just pay three, you know, pocket, it'll pay the whole hundred and pay off the mortgage and basically eliminate a three percent debt. So that's a cost of money equation. And Robin and I can help you do that if you want to sit down and do that. But generally speaking, most people want to either be out of debt or fairly close They're to close, out of debt by yeah. the time they by the time they get into retirement years.
1: Yeah, but there's good debt and bad debt. Like you said, I mean, if you have these high-interest credit cards, that's that's bad debt. And yeah. having a mortgage, you know, around two and two, two and a half percent is. Is not bad debt at all, but also, you know, without getting into the
0: weeds here, it's a psychological
1: decision for yes. some people. They yes. just want to burn that deed, uh, burn that piece of paper. Yeah, there's a, right?
0: quali- there's a qualitative, there's a qualitative part of that. Um, so what I just walked you through is the quantitative, so in the numbers, but the qualitative piece is that I just don't want to have the mortgage, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's perfectly fine, um, yeah. and a lot of people do that. Yeah, that's part of your sixty forty uh, rule yeah. that you guys go. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> right, you're yeah. right. It's exactly right. Yeah, it's the sixty percent, the behavioral, the behavioral uh, finance. I mean, the other thing to think about is, you know, monitor your spending. A lot of times, most families these days are dual income, not really monitoring their spending so money comes in put money in the 401k
2: well they don't think about yeah. it i had a young couple in here just recently um a new uh, prospective clients that were referred by clients and they were really this was exactly what they said to me well our paychecks go in and the money goes out every month we don't really have an idea of exactly what those expenses are we just know there's a deposit that's made and there's bills that get paid that are drafted and and that's that so at least even knowing that you have a base to start but it's in our planning process it's important that you can track those finances so if you're coming in to meet with us one of the questions that we're going to ask you is what are your monthly expenses or what's your monthly overhead and you may want to just start jotting down things because you don't realize it i know for myself you start looking at those um, those rundowns every month on your statement and you forget about your subscriptions your Netflix or Hulu or your Microsoft or whatever you know whatever subscriptions that you have that you're paying every month that you don't even think about and those tack those on to your um, your phone bills and your utilities and things and it all adds up or those quarterly expenses like you have so it's really important if you just start jotting those things down, whether it's on a piece of paper or in your smartphone or on your computer, and start taking a look at those and, and being aware of those expenses, because as you move into that retirement process, you're gonna have to really start paying attention to those expenses and seeing if you're gonna have to make adjustments to those expenses. And we can
0: help you with that. I mean, the fact mm-hmm. is is that when we're doing, a, we're doing an income plan for you, we look at expenses, and what we will do is we'll see what your outflow is gonna look like, and then we want to plan around that right. so we know what your income needs to look like to make sure you can offset your outflow. Mm-hmm.
1: The show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. I want to thank you for joining us, spending part of your weekend with us. Here's that phone number, 800-757-6062. Get on the calendar. Get yourself all set up with that comprehensive plan, no cost or no obligation. 800-757-6062 or text IWA to 600700. By the way, if you miss any of the show, you catch the podcast Wealth Over Taxes wherever you get your podcast and don't forget to subscribe. All right, here's the next one. I love this one. Clear communications with a spouse which has not happened for me in 40 plus years and, <laughs> and it. you're
2: still waiting, apart, you're still waiting, waiting on that to happen, to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well kevin and i are both very very sensitive especially when we have um, um retired couples or couples that are in the process of retiring and one has always been in charge yeah. of the finances we always encourage that both spouses play a role in the process so you will hear us if you are married when you're scheduling an appointment you know we ask if both spouses are going to attend now it's not required but it's important that um, that both spouses play a role because perfect example is if one of the spouses becomes incapacitated or or dies and then the, the remaining spouse who may not have been um, working in the finance part of the, the marriage and a steep
0: learning curve yeah it's a big learning so, curve. You know, you've got all this emotional uh, turmoil and then you got the steep learning curve on top of that it's so, again, a very you hard road to
2: hoe. But and and also just to yeah. um, further that point, if you are a widowed spouse, I just uh, spoke to a really nice lady this week, widowed spouse who handles her own finances, but was uncomfortable about this process. And, and what I told her, which I would tell you if you were coming in, is bring your trusted contact, whether it's a, a child, a sibling, someone that you trust, bring them with you if you're in that position, because we we can help you you just you need to be comfortable and if you're not comfortable on your own Bring that person in. We welcome that because at some point, that trusted contact is probably going to be our contact while we're working on your planning. So, um, bring that person in. It's important to have a backup. Uh, other topics: uh, diverse income sources. Now, I know this is one of my favorite things that I say to my to my girlfriends. You got to have multiple sources of income, especially when you retire, so that you've got multiple avenues that you're receiving your income. So that if one income source dries up, goes away, or if it's, you know, if you're guaranteed a pension and the pension doesn't pay out, just make sure you've got some backup. So, um, and if you haven't, You need to start looking at your current asset base and start planning to see how you can make it from point A to point B in retirement. And again, those are things that that we can help you with. We can put a plan together. And usually our planning is worst case scenario. We like to do a lot of contingency planning, saying what if, and our planning is based on your worst case scenario. So you bring in what you have that day and we plan based on what you have that day so that if one of those things does happen, then you can carry on without Yeah, that's a
0: great point robin i mean the fact is is that you know debt spending uh communication with your spouse you know you know diversifying your income sources those are all the things that we incorporate into the planning process and so you know really your first step is to get a plan and we'll do a plan for you we leave openings on the schedule every week for listeners to come in, um, and we'll do that plan for you. We'll help you assess Social Security. So I know on last week's show we talked about um, the reduction in Social Security coming in in the 2030s. Uh, we have a Social Security Risk Analysis tool that we use, um, and we'll do that with you when you come in to visit us, um, but we will do a plan for you. You will get line of sight on where you are going and the things you need to do to make sure that you're going to be successful in your retirement. But you got to make that call. You got to call the office. You got to get it on. You got to get on our schedule. We're going to ask you to bring some information in with you. And when you bring that information, Robin, what else do they get?
2: Yes, when you bring that information in, those financial statements and other pertinent documents, we will provide you with a risk assessment and a fee assessment. We will also provide you with that Social Security analyzer. We will provide you with an income tax analysis, and we will create a customized lifetime income plan all at no cost, no obligation. Start that pre-retirement planning today. We've got William and Steve standing by. You can give us a call or send us a text.
1: All right. Great advice, Robin. Here's that number. Let's start with the phone number. 800-757-6062. 800-757-6062. Or text IWA to 600 This is your chance to benefit from a personalized, comprehensive plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our counter. They do go fast during the show. And remember, once again, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. So what are you waiting for? You deserve a more confident plan to retire. Stress free, peace of mind. That's what you want when you're moving into retirement. So, one more time on the numbers before we take our break 800 757 6062 or text IWA to 600 Get started right now. Nothing changes till you pick up the phone and do that. By the way, if you miss any of the show, you catch the podcast Wealth Over Taxes wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. All right, we'll take that break right now. Be back with more of Kevin and Robin and wealth over taxes in just a moment. What's up next, guys?
2: The new year brings new provisions that will change retirement laws as we currently know them. Increasing the RMD age to 73 is just the beginning. We'll be right back with the details.
1: welcome back to the show the show is wealth over taxes with kevin sullivan and robin Whitlock. i'm your consumer advocate gary nolan and they're both with infinite wealth advisors they've helped hundreds of clients plan for the retirement years over 40 years combined experience in the retirement planning business and they're both accredited investment fiduciaries very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor all things we talk about on the show each week we know that you are listeners whether you're retired already or maybe pre-retiree in that red zone You want to know about wealth accumulation, asset protection, long-term care strategies, Social Security, and so much more. So welcome, Kevin and Robin, back into the show. If you're just joining us, Kevin has a little problem with his voice, a little slight case of laryngitis because he's been traveling all over the world, right? Uh, Pretty much. Traveling
0: all over the country. Yeah, all over the country, I should say. Yeah, I feel by like the way, been traveling all over the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, now, here's the thing. I'll give you a little insight here, a little behind the curtain. Uh, someone walked on Kevin's lawn, so he screamed at them to get off his lawn and uh, re- repeatedly. So, that, is that is not accurate? true. That is not true? Okay, I thought it was... I thought
2: but you know, it, could it, 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 it could happen it absolutely could but, happen yes but in this case it didn't happen <laughs> no. okay so
1: all right good no. to know and we're, he won't we're admit
2: that i think he's really sick he's telling me he's not but i think he is i'm not <laughs> oh, well,
1: well, i hope you feel better sir i really do i honestly honestly do m&ms are good we're g- going along okay with the m&ms so oh far? he's got green a and little red, baby. green, and green and red, red
2: stack all over well. there today he's doing good it's a slower slower go on the m&ms today but i think he'll manage
0: trying to put my trying to put my lemon ginger tea down
2: oh that's not
1: delicious
0: i love that all right
1: put a little spike it with something no, it'd be much better for you it's if not, you delicious. Do that. Yeah, not delicious not delicious <laughs> all right so let's get started now secure act and secure 2.0 are bringing many changes to the laws surrounding retirement now the biggest change so far is raising the required minimum distribution age from 72 to 73 it's just the beginning We're going to dig in and see what else is new. Here's the first one, inflation adjustments for IRA catch-up contributions. Guys, why don't you start with that for me?
2: Yes, starting next year, the catch-up contribution limit for IRAs will be indexed for inflation. And all that means is they're doing a cost-of-living adjustment because prices are going up. So your contribution amounts should be going up. And they did um, increase that rate for 2024 up to 23000 for employer-sponsored retirement plan. So it went up about $500 from 2023. So, so just a little bit more that you can make to those um, employer contributions. And, and that was all facilitated by the SECURE 2.0 Act, which everybody's been hearing about for the last few years. And, and there's changes in that act that are happening over time. And this is just one of those changes. Um, It also, as I mentioned, it just it's the IRS's response to the cost of living increases. So they're increasing those contribution amounts. Um, I think it stayed stationary for a really long time. um, um, I think around a thousand dollars or so for years and years. And now they're they're getting with it. They're they're recognizing that people, the purchasing power, they're losing their purchasing power, so they need to be able to increase what they're contributing to their retirement. So increasing those amounts um, allows you, the consumer to be able to do that and add to your retirement dollars. Um, They're also increasing the IRA. If you're uh, contributing to a traditional IRA, you can contribute um, $7,000 7, in 2024 versus 6500 So again, about a $500 increase in those um, contribution amounts. Um, another highlight, separate um, category. There's no more RMD for Roth 401ks, which I always thought that was peculiar. Anyway, that you had to take an RMD from a Roth 401k, but it was it was a mandate, and um, starting in 2024, they'll no longer you'll no longer have to take a an RMD. Yeah, that's from. a bit
0: unfair because a lot of people put those things away and use them for major expenses mm-hmm. because Rm or uh, Roth accounts are. Um, not taxable as income. So a lot of people put those money in those Roth accounts, uh, in their 401ks or just in a regular Roth account, um, and use that for emergency money. I know you got to put a roof on the house or you got to buy a car or something along those lines. So And it was um, still
2: tax free. It just, you yeah. had to take that requirement. Well, the minimum. government
0: doesn't want you holding money into places where they can't, they can't get it, place where they can't tax yeah. it.
2: Got to have those tax dollars. That tax. I mean, moment. you can laugh
0: about it, but it's. The, I mean, that's really yeah. the reality.
2: Yeah, that that is true. That is you
0: know, true. you've got uh, there's inflation adjustments uh, for qualified charitable distributions. Um,
2: and that's a hot topic because we have a lot of clients that every year, going back to this RMD conversation. Yeah. They don't want to take their RMD because they're set in their income plan and they're they're being forced to take money that they're going to be taxed on that they don't want to take. So they make their qualified charitable distributions, and what that means is that they have money sent directly from their IRA custodian to their charity of choice, and it has to be a qualified charity, but they get credit for that from twofold. One, you get credit from the charity, but it also um, decreases your required minimum, and it it decreases your taxable income, and they're raising the limit to that Um, in 2024, another inflation adjustment. um, You can contribute up to $105,000 via a QCD a qualified charitable distribution and for some of our higher net worth clients if that is something that you are unfamiliar with um, Give us a call get on our calendar and we can have a conversation about it because it is a tool that we use Especially if you're you have um, philanthropic tendencies um, It's a, a good tool that you can use to transfer money to a charity and it also decreases your taxable income
0: Yeah, it keeps you I mean, it'll control your tax bracket um, again uh, you know, part of what we do in our planning process with you is uh, is looking at QCDs. So we, w- it may not be something you're thinking about, but it's something that we're going to come in and say, "Hey, are you make making- if you're making contributions to any charitable organizations, and you've got to take RMDs. You know, we're probably going to come in and say you need to be doing QCDs, especially
2: <clears throat> if you um, if you don't itemize." on your tax return, and you're just taking the standard deduction, you're not getting a benefit by making those charity. And I'm not saying that you're not getting a benefit by the charity, but from a tax sure. perspective, you're not getting a tax benefit. So, in particularly, if you are taking the standard deduction, and you've got a, a significant um, RMD, get on our calendar, give us a call, and let us walk yeah, you through that. Yeah, let us help that. you
0: with that, because we can show you how to do it. It's not terribly difficult.
2: No, um, but it is a strategy that we use, because it accomplishes your charitable goal, And it also helps you from a tax perspective.
1: Yeah, a win-win, as they say. By the way, if you miss any of the show, make sure you check out the podcast, Wealth Over Taxes, wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. All right, so let's see what's next. Matching required retirement contributions for
0: student loan payments. Explain that to me. Yeah, that's pretty simple. I mean, what happens is most people that have student loans um, are, are making payments on those Uh, are typically not making contributions to the 401k at their company because they can't afford to do both. So in in 2024, what will happen is if you make a $1,000 payment on your student loan, your employer can then match that and make a contribution into the four oh one K for you. So most it's of the it's their
2: discretion, yeah, but it is an option.
0: Most of the time you have to make a contribution to your four oh one K in order for your employer to make a contribution to the four oh one K. In this example, you can actually make a payment for the student loan and the employer can match uh, can match that. And again, as Robin said that's an option for the employer, but it's just another little tidbit.
2: Yes, it's very helpful for retirement. Um, also, I think, Gary, on our list of things, and, and we've talked about this one before, rollovers from 529 plans to Roth IRAs. If you are um, you know, contributing money to your children or grandchildren, if they're in school, um, this is a great feature. The key is that, as we've mentioned before with this 529 account, it has to have been open. For more than 15 years. So, you had to have started that account when the child was basically born and had that account open for 15 years. And then you can roll over up to um, $35,000 over the course of the 529 account beneficiary's lifetime. So, another strategy um, works really well. If it's something that you want to consider, you know, pick up the phone and give us a call and we can kind of work through that. But there's a very specific set of criteria in which you can do that, but it is a valuable tool if you, you know, you fit into that category where you've had the 529 and you can roll over, um, um, you know, you can roll over the college savings money into the Roth IRA.
0: A lot of people don't know this, but if you have children that have 529 plans, and again, I always talk about the game of inches. You know, it's a bunch of little things you put together, uh, and that's part of the planning process. So if you have a child that has a five twenty nine plan and they get some type of a scholarship, whether it be um, uh, whether it be scholastic, athletic, you know what whatever it is, but they're getting they're getting some type of a ride going to college. You can actually remove the money from the five twenty nine plan. Um, and you can take that out without paying taxes on it equivalent to whatever the actual cost would have been uh, to pay for the child to go to school so that's a big deal for people a lot of parents have kids that are athletes that are like my nephew uh, plays football for a local college Um, uh, so he you know he fell into that example Um, he's a freshman this year and he'll probably be a Uh, He'll be a starting sophomore next year as a really, really good defensive back. But look, these are all the things that we talk about. When you come in to visit with us and we do your plan, we're asking you and we're talking you through all this stuff and helping you kind of fill in all these blanks. You know, I always talk about... You know what we do is a game of inches. There is no silver bullet in retirement. It's a bunch of little things that you put together that make you successful. So as a result of that, we leave openings on the schedule every week for listeners to come in, and we'll do a plan for you. We'll do that at no cost and no obligation. Um, I talked last week about the Social Security risk analysis that we'll do. Um, For those of you that didn't listen today, you should go back to the podcast and listen. But in the 2030s, there is going to be a 25% cut in Social Security. Um, it's not an if, it's a when. It's just a matter of who's going to be affected by it. So you want to get that risk analysis done. We're going to ask you to bring some additional documentation in with you when you come in to visit with us. And Robin, Wilson else did they get when they bring their documentation?
2: Just by coming in and bringing your documentation that Julie will provide to you when she calls to confirm the appointment, you will receive a risk analysis and a fee assessment. You will receive the Social Security Analyzer. We will prepare an income tax analysis, and we will create a customized lifetime income plan all at no cost, no obligation. Pick up the phone, give us a call, or send us a text message. We've got William and Steve standing by. All right, great
1: advice, Robin. Here's that phone number. Let's start with that. 800-757-6062. 800-757-6062. Or text IWA to 600 First step, sit down with Kevin and Robin with a financial coach at Infinite Wealth Advisors. Something we're talking about resonates with you. Maybe you need that second opinion. You want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals. Very important risk tolerance we talk about each week, too. Pick up the phone, punch these numbers in. Nothing changes until you do that. You deserve a more confident plan to retire. You want to be stress-free. You want peace of mind. It all starts by picking up the phone and dialing those numbers, 800-757-6062, or text IWA to 600 Do it right now. By the way, if you miss any of the show, you catch the podcast, Wealth Over Taxes, wherever you get your podcast, and don't forget to subscribe. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Be back with more of Kevin and Robin and Wealth Over Taxes in just a moment. What's up next, guys?
2: Annuities can be a valuable tool in your retirement arsenal if you choose wisely and use them the right way. When we come back, five things you need to know about annuities to avoid an expensive mistake.
1: Welcome back to the show. The show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Woodlock, their advisors of Infinite Wealth Advisors. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. I want to thank you for joining us, spending part of your weekend with us. A little bit about Kevin and Robin. They have combined over 40 years of experience in retirement planning business, and they are both accredited investment fiduciaries. Each week on the show, we talk about things that we know really matter to you, retirees or pre-retirees. Whether it is wealth accumulation, asset protection, long-term care, we talk about Social Security a lot too course that's a hot topic these days and by the way if you miss any of the show don't forget to catch the podcast wealth over taxes wherever you get your podcast and don't forget to subscribe <coughs> all right so here we go let's uh, continue the conversation now bringing up annuities can often get you know get you an earful pro and con the bottom line is annuities used correctly can complement your retirement portfolio there's a lot of moving parts and details can be very confusing we're going to take a look at several things you need to know about annuities let's start with the first one you can't just back out what do we mean by that
0: (laughs) yeah i mean most annuities have surrender periods um and you know before we get into all the all, all the minutia on this stuff you know understand annuities are a are a tool in the toolbox they are not for everybody um we use them here we don't use them for everybody some people they fit some people they don't but you know if that tool fits what you're trying to do then it's something you ought to be looking at. Um, so that's first. Second, you know, I have clients that come in or we have listeners that come in and say, yeah, this guy tried to, to try to put me in an annuity and he couldn't explain it to me. Well, if your advisor can't explain to you what they do, then you probably shouldn't be using that advisor. Um, so if they can't define what they do, how they do it, and all the intricacies Uh, of how they earn, how they make payments. You know, then you probably need to find a different advisor. You don't want to just to get somebody that's selling you something. That's not what we're
1: here yeah, for. Yeah, I was going
2: to back that up <clears throat> even further and say, yeah, that for, when we use them, that's a sales we've, guy. yeah, we've already done an income plan. We've done all the analysis, and we've determined that that might be part of your asset allocation. And if we've made that recommendation, we are going a to know. For it. Yeah, we are going to know what. Um, yeah, you we know,
0: think you need to do this, and these are the reasons why. We think you need to do this, and these are the reasons why. But
2: But even furthermore, we can explain. If we've made a product recommendation, a specific product recommendation, we're going to be able to explain the product to you because we can't, as fiduciaries, make a recommendation to you, and then we don't even know how the product works. There
0: are so many people that are in that situation. But here's here's an interesting fact. Through November of this year, there have been $350 billion going into annuities. 350 billion so um, they're a big deal Uh, they're a big they're a big chunk of the marketplace Um, and a lot of times it's for income reasons sometimes it's for risk mitigation reasons but the fact is is that if somebody's recommending that they need to be able to explain it and you need to understand why they're making that recommendation so
2: Um, Yeah, that's exactly right. Why are they making the recommendation? But to get into some of the um, minutiae, Gary, your comment about you just can't back out. Mm -hmm. Generally, if you're using an index annuity, so I'm just going to focus this specific segment on index annuities, not fixed annuities, variables be as index annuities. There's a Surrender period, and all that means is that if you are going to invest money in that particular product, and the insurance company is guaranteeing you um, principal protection, then for that they they want you to have, as Kevin would say, skin in the game. So they don't want you to invest X amount of dollars and say there's some great features that you get with that maybe they give you a bonus and then within a year or two you bail out and take their money with you um so that you know that's one of the reasons that there's surrender charges also when you purchase an annuity and we again we won't get into the specific details but the underlying investment that the insurance carrier uses to make those guarantees their investments they're buying those investments based on those certain surrender charges. So whether it's a 6-, 8-, 10-, 12-year surrender period, their underlying investment matches that surrender charge. And so if you – um, you know, cash out of a product that you've been in for just a few years, they're still left in their underlying investment where, of course, they're going to lose money. So um, there's some give and take with those. But I think if you understand the dynamic of why there's a surrender charge and you've got an income plan that's designed to keep you within those parameters, then the surrender charge will be irrelevant to you. And then I, I know just from my experience, there are some Features that are associated with those surrender charges. Um, for example, if you have a, a confinement waiver event where you're in a qualified care facility for a period of time, usually 90 consecutive days, then you can go into the contract, and the insurance carrier will waive that surrender charge. Again, there's all kinds of details that go with that. I'm just giving you broad strokes here, but you can get your money out or if there's a terminal illness death imminent within 12 months you can also go in and get the money out so again you want to know what your surrender charges are you need to be aware of those but you also need to know what your options are when you're in those type products so um, and that's just education and that yeah. is what we do I would
0: tell you this as you're looking if you know if, if you're again if you're not using us you're using somebody else the first thing you want to find out is you want to look at the designation of your advisor and are they an accredited investment fiduciary? And if they don't have that designation next to their name, uh, you, might want to, you might want to start questioning them on that. There's a lot of fiduciary advisors that are out there. Um, Robin and I have taken that, that next step and actually got accredited to be accredited investment fiduciaries, and that's a big deal. That means that we're required by law to, to what is in your best interest. And sometimes in your what's in your best interest is not to use an annuity. Sometimes it's not. Right, sometimes right. it is usually- And
2: depending on your age. I mean, we're very sensitive to age, so it may be that the annuity is a tool for you, but based on your age, we're not gonna make the recommendation. We will look at other tools in the arsenal to support what and it is. usually
0: that's one piece of like many right, recommendations right. that we're making, if we're even making that recommendation. Right. But the fact is, is that AIF designation next to your advisor's name, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Um, so you want to have an, a, a fiduciary as your advisor. Yeah, I want to take a moment and remind everybody,
1: uh, great advice, Kevin, and that, that's vitally important, very important, of course. We talk about that on the mm-hmm. show uh, yes. every week, how important it is. That you have someone that has a accredited investment fiduciary license like Kevin and Robin all right don't confuse interest rates withdrawal rates and cap rates these things are all very confusing and that's part of the knowledge transfer when you meet with Kevin and Robin they'll explain all these things to you explain this for me uh, for our listeners too
2: yes and that's part of um, our process is we like to educate and yes I know just from our vast experience Every company that um, offers or underwrites these um, index annuities, they have different vernacular. So we try to um, go through and explain the vernacular for each company. But bottom line, the interest rate, if you are getting a fixed interest rate, that means that whatever that rate is, if it's 5%, you are going to get that credited to your account for a period of time. Say you're in a a three-year program that has a 5% interest, you're going to get 5% for three years. Um, withdrawal rate a withdrawal rate is just the percentage that you are able to withdraw from that contract annually most of the time it's in terms annually whether it's you know seven percent of the accumulation value or ten percent of the accumulation value but that's just the withdrawal rate is the amount that you can withdraw from the contract every year but again when we're doing the planning and we're if we've made the recommendation to use an index annuity We're very aware of what the withdrawal rate is, and that withdrawal rate, we are looking for a product that has to match the withdrawal rate that we've set up for you for your income plan. Yeah, all that
0: stuff's got to coincide. Right. So if it
2: doesn't, we have to look for other options. Another um, definition that gets people confused is the cap rates um, or the participation rates. A cap rate is means that you can go into this product and you can earn anywhere from zero up to whatever the cap is. If it's a 5% cap, you can earn from zero up to five based on whatever interest index that the um, annuity offers. So it doesn't mean you're going to make five, but you can make anywhere in that that spectrum depending on the index. And again, if you want to get further into that, we can have a session with you in the office. And then one more, the participation rate, Usually participation rates, you have the ability to earn a higher um, amount of money because the participation rate you're sharing in the growth of the index with the company. So I'll kind of leave it at that because, again, it gets very confusing. Yeah, we can
0: spend spend hours talking about this stuff. You know, again, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You want to go into an annuity product specifically for a specific reason. And, again, that's all part of our planning process, but we'll incorporate all that into our discussion when we're sitting down talking to you and again as robin stated that knowledge transfer is really critical getting that over to you so that you understand what you're doing and why you're doing it we leave openings on the schedule each week for listeners to come in and we'll do an income plan for you we can walk you through the annuity stuff if that's on your mind. We're going to do that Social Security risk analysis for you. Um, we're going to look and see what your income needs to be in retirement, and then we're going to set, we're going to etch in we're going to etch on a piece of paper what that needs to look like and what you need to do to make sure you're going to be successful in retirement. So. But you need to make that call, you need to call the office, get on our schedule. Um, We'll do that for you. We're going to ask you to bring some information in when you come in. And Robin, when they come in, if they bring their information, what else do they get?
2: When you come into the office or when you make that um, phone call and get on our schedule and you bring those documents that Julie will provide you a list of, we will do an analysis for you. We will provide you with a risk analysis and a fee assessment on your investments. We will also go through the Social Security Analyzer, which is very important. We will perform an income tax analysis based on where you are today and based on other factors. And we will create a customized lifetime income plan all at no cost, no obligation. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. Send us a text message. We've got Will and Steve standing by.
1: All right. Great advice, Robin. That segment was incredibly interesting to me because there's so much uh, moving parts, so many puzzle pieces. reminds me that this is not a do-it-yourself situation. You need help. You need Kevin and Robin on your side with that knowledge transfer and explaining all these things to you. Now, I knew interest rates. I understood interest rates. I understood withdrawal rates, but I did not understand cap rates. Maybe you only understand a Part of this and Kevin and Robin are there to help you walk you through this put together that comprehensive plan for you no cost or no obligation so what are you waiting for here's those phone numbers here's the phone number and the text number 80-757-6062. or text IWA to 600 our goal to show here is simply help you make the best decision any questions about what we're having what we're talking about today on the conversation or how it may apply to your own situation simply pick up that phone punch those numbers in like i just said 800-757-6062 or text iwa to 600 and by the way if you miss any of the show you catch the podcast wealth over taxes wherever you get your podcast and don't forget to subscribe all right we'll take a short break be back with more of kevin and robin and wealth over taxes in just a moment what's up next guys?
2: when we come right back we'll answer some of the questions we received this week from the podcast
1: back to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. The show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Woodlock. Their advisors of Infinite Wealth Advisors. They've helped hundreds of clients plan for their retirement years. They have combined over 40 years experience in their retirement planning business. In the last segment, we talked about how important it is that they are both accredited investment fiduciaries. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. By the way, if you miss any of the show, you catch the podcast wealth over taxes wherever you get your podcast and don't forget to subscribe okay speaking of the podcast these are questions that came into us from uh, let's see we got uh david and janet from uh well from the podcast we have multiple yeah exactly i said that before we have multiple financial advisors wanting to help us manage our money most of the firms have an invest diversify and hold strategy the most recent firm wants to manage our money sounds like they're a little different than what we are proactive in looking ahead and positioning our assets for the long term. With all these firms, how can we decide which is best? Is their ranking based on return versus benchmark return? Interesting question. What do you have for uh, David? So let me
0: take this. Uh, One of the things that I always try to tell people is first of all, you should be talking to a couple of different advisors. Um, The advisor that you should be using should stand out like a sore thumb it should not be a close race um from what david and janet are talking here it sounds like these people are just trying to invest the portfolio and although investing the portfolio is part of what we do that's not all that we do um i think that you've got to start with a an action plan so somebody's got to be able to take the time write out an income plan for you, talk you through all the things that you should be uh, taken into consideration as you move through, into and through the retirement process, um, and then setting your plan up so that it it accomplishes that, and then turning around and setting your investments up so that they support the plan. Um, And you know, it's interesting, a lot. There's a lot of advisors that say, "Well, I'll get you a better rate of return. I'll do this. I'll do that." None of that stuff is valid. Okay. I mean, the fact is, is that competency is everything, and you want to find people that are competent at their skill set. And I'll give you a good example. We do taxes here in the office. Okay. That is part of our planning process. Uncle Sam is likely to take as little as five percent and as much as 35% of your income in retirement. So if you're not doing taxes as part of the planning process, then you're not doing the whole job. Thank you
1: very much, David and Janet, for your question. All right, let's get to Emmett. I never rebalance my portfolio. Now, because of this, I'm slowly acquiring more stocks through the years, but I'm making more money. Why does one rebalance other than if they can't stomach the risk? Is this the only reason people rebalance? To me, it doesn't seem as profitable as acquiring more stocks. What do we have for Ameth? Interesting.
2: Well, Emmett, thanks for listening to the podcast, and, and that's a very good question. And really, when you rebalance a portfolio, it is for volatility. It's just um, um, reducing the risk of volatility in the portfolio. If you've ever heard the term portfolio drift, if you've got a particular um targeted allocation in your portfolio say 60 40 and you continue to buy these stocks and now your portfolio it has shifted away from that 60 40 and maybe you're 70 30 or you're going the other way it's just a um um rebalancing allows you to reduce the risk of volatility now with what you're doing if you're continuing to buy stocks i mean you're you're in essence rebalancing your portfolio you just may not be rebalancing it to your target allocation but um, um i guess to answer your question about if they can't stomach the risk that would be a reason why someone would rebalance their portfolio i mean i know we rebalance portfolios because we're just trying to keep the allocations um based on what the client's risk pro- risk profile has dictated Yeah, and i mean
0: if you and if you have a bunch of stocks that you're buying and i'm not trying to be smart on it but um if all your stocks are home runs then you probably don't need to rebalance the portfolio. But my guess is you probably have some home runs in there, and you probably have some stuff that's not doing too well. So that's another reason to do that.
2: Yeah, so I think think that, in essence, kind of sums it all up. But, again, if you would like to come in and let us do a, a fee assessment and an analysis on that portfolio, we are happy to do that for you.
1: Yeah, we don't know uh, Emmett's age, and we no. don't know. Obviously, maybe he has a higher risk tolerance than, than other folks. And, right. you know, everybody's an individual. And, you know, if he's comfortable with that for now, yeah, but it still could come back and and, and bite him in the butt, as they say. So, Emmett, yes. why don't you get on the phone and uh, call kevin and robin let me give you that phone number right now for all our listeners for kevin and uh, for david janet and emmett here it is 800-757-6062 800-757-6062 or text iwa to <coughs> the show is wealth over taxes with kevin sullivan and robin woodlock i'm gary nolan your consumer advocate i want to thank you for joining us spending part of your weekend with us by the way if you miss any of the show You catch the podcast, Wealth Over Taxes, wherever you get your podcast, and don't forget to subscribe. All right, let's get to our next question here. It comes from Gary, not me, another Gary.
2: Gary, he's calling in now. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm calling in on my own show. Uh, Well, it's your show, I just hosted. Okay, so anyway, made that clear. Uh, Okay, I'm the guy who never opens his investment account statements because I'm too scared to look. That sounds like me. And uh, because I really don't know what I'm looking at anyway, can you help me with this? They can be very confusing. Those statements can be very confusing. And also it's like, you know, throw them in the corner and maybe we'll open them one day. What do we have for Gary?
2: Oh, Gary, thank you for listening. I'll, I'll take this one, Kevin. This is fun. This falls under our behavioral finance category. <laughs> yeah. We can help mm-hmm. you overcome that fear of opening your mail. Just come into the office and let us help you know. But you were, um, you're were you like other folks. We've had other folks that literally, will when I do an assessment, they'll bring in their statements in the envelopes because they haven't been opened. And um, and I, it's funny. Part of it's funny and part of it's not because you don't really have an idea um, to where you are, but if you want us to help you take a look at those statements and kind of just demystify reading the statement, we can certainly help you do that, but um, I, I know from experience with working with different custodians over the years, every statement is different, and we are in this business, so if you're a um, just a normal person with investments and you can't, you know, you're having a hard time, then... We need to help mm-hmm. you. And I know there's a lot of um, a lot of the statements out there. They don't give the explanations or, you know, it's just um, I know I saw one just recently that didn't even tell me whether it was a traditional IRA, Roth IRA, or what. So, um, yeah, so it can be very confusing. But um, you're not alone, Gary. Come in and see yep. us and let us help you with that and help you kind of get on track with, with what you're looking at.
1: Can you help me figure out my cell phone bill, Rob? That would really be exciting.
2: That'll be another conversation, yeah, be Gary. Exactly. Let's talk later, after the yeah, show. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, so so, I see I see Robin in the office wielding that, that letter opener, you know, like wa- wa- waving it at you. I'm going to open it. You ready? You know, yeah, Lisa. come on. Let's, let's have a let's session. Go. Let's do it. Let's do that. <laughs> right.
2: We'll have a cup let's. of coffee together to settle yeah, the norm, okay. right? It'll be okay. Yeah, here
1: we go. All right, Christian, I uh, just remarried at age 61. My new husband just turned 50 so from a retirement standpoint we're years apart i have an advisor he doesn't should we both be using the same advisor or should we find someone different than the one i've been using what do we have for christian interesting
0: uh,
2: thank you for listening christian you know,
0: i mean i think that uh, there's there's good and bad about having the same advisor um and having different advisors uh, one um i don't if you both like the same advisor that's fine uh the advisors uh, unless you give them permission to speak with your spouse about your circumstances, they shouldn't be sharing anything. Um, so that's something that Robin and I kind of hold. We hold all that stuff pretty close to the vest. Um, but
2: I think the bigger topic here is with the age difference. Now, we have clients in this scenario with that age difference. And depending on if you, um, it, since you're a newly married, I'm assuming, you um, Are you commingling marital funds? Are you keeping your assets separate? That's going to dictate some things, too, because I have clients that are second marriages later in life, and they've kept their finances separate. And so I do my planning based on the one spouse, the one tax return. We do married filing separate, Mm -hmm. keeping everything separate. If that's what you choose, um, you just have to make that clear um, to us, if you're coming in to see us, so that we can either do a plan for you as individuals, you as a unit, um, and then of course we'll go down the path too of the legacy planning and your estate planning and who's going to be responsible for things in your um, demise. So, um, but it that that just depends on what your marital financial situation looks like and how you conduct business as a married couple. So, um, I think that kind of answers the question.
0: Yeah. I mean that's a. I guess it's a quantitative. It's a quantitative answer. There's. I don't really see a qualitative way to answer that. Um, it's a personal preference thing. Um, but you know, I, I have. I tend to like the same advisor, I and mean, that's just me. Um, and I just think you keep your assets separate. That's fine. Uh, but you know, at least the advisor is giving you maybe not advice together, but keep giving you separate advice but the advisors considering what you're doing together um, so i think that there's some advantages to that look you know we can help you with all this stuff you know we leave openings on the schedule every week for listeners to come in uh, we'll do that income plan for you we'll do that social security risk analysis if you didn't listen to the podcast last week go back and listen to that we did a whole segment on the 25 percent cut that's going to happen in social security um, even though it's really proposed, I'm telling you that that's coming uh, and you need to start thinking about it. And we'll do that Social Security risk assessment for you, figure out whether you're going to be somebody who's going to be a target of that. Uh, we'll do an income plan for you, but you got to make that telephone call. You got to come in and visit with us. We're going to ask you to bring some information in. Uh, and Robin, if they bring their information, what else do they get?
2: yeah but bringing in that information that when you call in julie will provide you with a list of documents financial statements and other things to bring in we will provide you with a risk assessment and a fee assessment we will provide you with that Social Security Analyzer, which is very important these days. We will provide you with an income tax analysis, and we will create a customized lifetime income plan for you at no cost, no obligation, complimentary. We've got William and Steve standing by, so pick up the phone, give us a call. Send all right, us a text.
1: Great yeah, all right. Absolutely. Yeah. Phone or text. Here's that number. 800 757 6062 Or text IWA to 600700 700 800-757-6062 or text IWA600700. Your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. And remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. One more time before we wrap up the show. 800-757-6062 or text IWA to 600 Get on the calendar right now. All right, the show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful and look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here with Kevin and Robin and Wealth Over Taxes. Kev, I hope you feel better, and uh, have a good thank weekend, everybody. Have a good, Thanks, weekend everybody.
2: have a good weekend, everybody. Have a good weekend.